Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samo from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. Today. In today's episode, episode 196, I'm going to be talking about how to accomplish your goals in 2015. Today, as I'm posting this episode, it is New Year's Eve 2014, or as we like to call it in the, the, the islands, Old Year's Day. <laughs> this is the time when most people set New Year's resolutions. I don't do resolutions anymore, but I do set goals for the new year, just like I set goals for each new day. The problem is that most people set these resolutions and goals and fall off by like mid-February or even sooner. So what we're going to be doing is taking the right steps to accomplish your goals. We're going to be looking at that. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So, yeah, um, you know, last week I posted a podcast episode and that was on December 24th. And you know what I didn't do? And I can't believe I didn't do this. But you know what I didn't do on that podcast episode? I didn't wish you a Merry Christmas. I mean, come on, what's wrong with me? And I mean, okay, some people don't celebrate Christmas. And for those of you that don't, uh, happy holidays. But I do celebrate Christmas. So for those of you that do, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, um, all that good stuff coming to you here from Nassau in the Bahamas and just really enjoying my time here. You know, we're with family, with, with friends and all that stuff, making new friends and meeting family and all that and, you know, it's just a good time to kind of uh, take stock of where you are, where you are with your business, where you are with your life, where you are with your goals and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Now, of course, a lot of people are setting, as I mentioned, New Year's resolution. And I, I, it's, it's kind of interesting because if I were to go to the gym um, January 2nd, <laughs> I can almost guarantee you, because I've done this in the past, it is packed because you have so many people getting over the, 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 the holidays and all the eating and all that stuff and setting goals and setting resolutions and setting plans for what they want to do in 2015. So it's packed in January. But then you come back in February and, you know, it's kind of like a ghost town <laughs> because people, people fall off, you know. Um, when I look at the new year, really, I do look at it as an opportunity for growth. Just like today is an opportunity for growth. Um, yesterday was an opportunity for growth. And every new day, every new year is an opportunity for growth. 
So my question, my first question for you is this. Are you setting goals for 2015? I would imagine that you are. And if you aren't, I would encourage you to start setting some goals. Um, and we're going to talk about what you can do to not be that person that, you know, just goes to the gym for the first few weeks of the year. That person that is really gung-ho and excited about their business in the first month and things kind of die off. We want to make sure that you are increasing your chance of success. You are doing the right things. You are taking the right kind of actions um, so that you can, can, can be successful, so that you can accomplish those goals. So what I'm going to do really, I'm going to talk about five things, five things that I am working on doing, five things that I believe that if you do these five things, chances are, you're going to be much closer to your goals. You might, you might, you might most, you're going to be more likely to reach your goals and even surpass your goals if you do take these steps. So you want to know what these five steps are, right? Or these, not, not five steps, but five things that you can do. All right? Okay. Let's go with number one. Number one, you know, if you've been through any kind of productivity training, goal-setting courses or Anything of that, whether it, has, uh, any, whether it has to do with business, whether it has to do with health and lifestyle or whatever the case might be, it's, it's a very strong possibility that you've heard this before. And that is, I want for you to set SMART goals. And that word SMART is going to be an acronym. So all, each letter stands for something. And what they stand for are, number one, sm the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, A stands for attainable, R stands for relevant, and T stands for time-bound. And what we want to do is go through each of these. So when I was teaching, when I was um, a professor in a physical therapy program, one of the things that we used to do is we used to have the students do their portfolios. And actually, as professors, we also had portfolios to um, maintain and to update on a regular basis. And then we'd have to present our portfolio to the chair of the department. And the chair of the department would have to present those portfolios to um, the dean of the School of um, Health Professions and all that good stuff, right? Um, and as a part of your portfolio, one of the things that we had the students do and we had to do is um, decide on some specific goals. We had to come up with some goals and, and the goals had to be set for each semester. So they would come with a list of goals and they would go over them with us and we'd kind of discuss them. Um, my student, my advisees would come to me as, a, as their advisor and I would go through their goals with them and I would kind of check to see, are they specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Are they relevant? Are they time bound? These are all of the things that we really used to look at. And I remember we'd have to go back and forth. The student would come with some goals and you'd, you'd, you'd say to them, you know what, this isn't specific enough. Or how do we measure this? And we'd ask all these questions. And the reason we're doing it is because we want to increase the chances of success. We want to make sure that they are setting goals in the right way. So let's look at these components. Number one, specific. When you're setting the goals, are they clear? Are they well-defined? Are you saying things... Uh, or, or are you just saying things like, you know, I want to lose weight? What does that mean? I don't know. If you lose one pound, yeah, then you lost weight. If you lo lose 100 pounds, then you, lo you lost weight. You need to be as specific as possible. Here's an example of a non-specific goal. I want to make more money in 2015. 
okay, yes, you want to make more money, but we need to get down to specifics. How much do you want to make? For example, here's a specific goal um, that has to do with making money. I want, I made uh, $50,000 in 2014, just making up some numbers, but I want to make Fifty thousand um, and one dollar <laughs> in two thousand and fifteen. That's a that's a very specific goal, right? Um, or or I want to make sixty thousand dollars, which I like that even more. Sixty thousand dollars by December thirty first, two thousand and fifteen. Now, because that is very specific, it gives me something clear to aim for. I know exactly what I'm trying to reach. And I can then come back and see, all right, did I meet that goal? I am specific. So you want to get as specific as possible when it comes to your goals. Number two, you want to make them measurable. Okay, so what does that mean? It's pretty clear in my mind what that means. It goes along with um, the example that we were um, talking about just now. Let's say you want to make $60,000 by December 31st, 2015. You can clearly measure whether you've accomplished that goal. If you made $59,000, no, you didn't accomplish that goal. You're close to that goal, but you didn't accomplish it. If you made 61000 you've accomplished it and you've exceeded it. So because it's measurable, I want to make $10,000 extra dollars by 2000 and December 31, 2015. I want to lose 15 pounds by May 31, 2015. Something like that. It is measurable. You can, you can look at what your goal is and you have something to measure your accomplishments by. Okay, so measurable. Number three, attainable. Now, I would absolutely love, I mean, it would make me extremely excited um, to make $1 million in 2015. That's, <laughs> I would be overjoyed. I would be singing every day. Well, maybe not singing every day, but you get the point. But you know what? The question is, is that attainable? Or in some places, um, you'd see it listed as achievable. Okay, maybe it might be, but I want to be a little more realistic when it comes to my goal. I don't doubt that it can happen, but in my mind, it's much better to say, you know what, I'm going to set a realistic goal. It's one that's going to push me, but it needs to be realistic. It needs to be attainable. So I'm not going to um, set a goal of trying to make a million dollars in 2015. And the reason for that is, well, you know what? What if I make $500,000? Man, I'm only 50% 50, 50 um, along on my goal. And that can be kind of discouraging. So I want to set goals that are attainable, that are realistic. Number four, relevant. Now, if I am trying to build an online business and, um, you know, I'm trying to be successful with my blog and all those types of things, as much as I would love to be able to dunk a basketball, <laughs> you know, quite frankly, that's not relevant. That's not um, related to what my overall goal is. So you want to make sure that you're setting goals that are relevant, something that's, that's in alignment with the overall direction um, that you're heading in, all right? So the reason for this is if my goal is 
totally, you know, in the opposite direction, it's going to take away energy from my main goal. It's going to take away time um, that I could invest in really trying to accomplish the main things that I'm trying to accomplish in life. So you want to make sure that it is relevant. If I'm trying to make $60,000 by December 31, 2015, that is definitely relevant to my overall goal of um, growing my online business. And lastly, it needs to be time-bound. If I just say I want to make $60,000, that really doesn't mean anything because, you know, I could make $60,000 next month. I could make $60,000 over the course of the year. I could make $60,000 by the time I'm 60. And <laughs> those are obviously very different goals and um, the results are way different. So you want to make sure that it is time-bound. You want to set a specific date. Okay, so this all fits into the first tip, and that is make sure you are setting SMART goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Let's move on to number two, number two, number two, number two, number two is very important. So here's the background, right? There was a study that was done back in 1979 um, looking at a Harvard MBA program. They basically did a study of the students that were in the, that Harvard MBA program. And what they saw was that of the students that were in that program, 3% of them had goals and they were written down. Okay, 3%. Remember that number. 13% of them had goals. They knew where they wanted to get in life. They knew what they wanted to accomplish, but they never wrote them down. Okay, so they had never written them down. And then the rest, 84%, a majority of them had no specific goals. Okay, so 3%, 13%, and 84%. The 3% had goals, written, wrote them down. The 13% had goals, didn't write them down. And the 84% had absolutely no goals or no specific goals that they can point to. Okay? So then what they did is 10 years later, they came back. They came back and they studied those same students. Or they were no longer students. They were working in their respective fields and doing things that whatever it is they were doing, right? And this is what they saw. You remember the 13%? What did they do? They had goals, right? But they didn't write them down. The 13%, when you looked at their income, their average income, they made twice as much money as the 84% that had no goals. Twice as much money. That means if the 84% that had no goals made uh, $50,000, these guys made $100,000. Is that significant? Yes. Having goals really makes a difference. So if the, 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 the guys without goals made $100,000, the guys with goals um, made $200,000, the ones that didn't write it down. But then, and this is the part really that blows my mind, the 3%, the 3% that had goals and actually wrote them down, these guys made 10 times as much as all the rest, as the 97%, the 13 plus the 84, 10 times as much. That means if the, everybody else was making an average of $100,000 a year, these guys were making a million dollars a year. This is... 
This is extremely powerful to me. It, it illustrates the power of actually writing those goals down. When you write those goals down, you have something that you can look at. Uh, just writing it down just kind of helps to solidify it in your mind. You can see exactly what you wrote down and you can see exactly what you're going for. And there's something significant about that. I think you can even take this to the next level. I've been to some conferences where um, there were sessions where they were talking about creating a vision board. So not only are you writing down your goals, but you're coming up with this board that has pictures, that has words, and kind of like this infographic, if you want to look at it that way, this infographic of what you want to achieve, where you want to be, where you see yourself in five years, 10 years, 20 years, where, whatever the case might be, by actually setting it down. I'm, I'm, you're not putting it in stone, like the Ten Commandments or anything like that, but you're, you're writing it down and that's good enough. Um, that makes a huge difference in this specific study, um, 10 times as much income as everyone else. So tip number two, you know what it is, write it down. Don't just set your SMART goals. I want you to write it down. Okay, so that's tip number two. You ready for tip number three? Tip number three is set sub-goals, or you can look at them as mini-goals. Let's say I'm setting a goal of making an extra making uh, making ten thousand dollars a month um, or ten thousand dollars more than you did in two thousand and fourteen so this is the example of going from fifty thousand dollars in income to sixty thousand dollars so you want to make ten thousand dollars more. I know that if that's what I want to do, I have to make an average of ten thousand dollars divided by twelve so that would be $833.33. That's how much more I need to make each month. Each month in 2015, more than I did in 2014. So what that means is that by, all, here's another sub goal, by July 2nd, the middle of the year, I should have made an extra $5,000. So what I can do since I'm setting these, I've set my SMART goal and I now have my sub-goals, I can then look at myself, look at my situation at different points in the year and see, okay, what am I doing? Am I on track? Did I make an extra $833.33 this month? Or it's the middle of the year. Did I, am I, um, an, uh, did I make $5,000 more than I did last year at the same time? And if I didn't, then I know that I can kind of, um, I, I know that I have to take some kind of different action, right? I need to take some steps to try to make even more. What can I do? I can start looking at maybe, you know, product creation ideas or, or services that I can offer or ways that I can increase my conversion rate and all these different things. In the last episode, episode 195, I spoke about some things that you can do to make more money in 2015. I can look at those things and see how am I doing in these different categories? Can I do something better? So by setting sub-goals, you can can then evaluate at different points in the year as opposed to reaching all the way um, December 31 and saying, okay, let's look back now and see how I did. No, set these sub goals and then reevaluate. You might reach to the middle of the year and see you've already made $10,000. At that point, what can you do? You can then say, all right, I'm going to set a higher goal. I've surpassed my goal already. I'm going to do more. And then you can reset 
that goal that you want to accomplish. Okay, so set those sub goals so that you can have kind of a way to measure as you go along and keep track as you go along to see how you're doing and course correct as you need to. All right, so that is number three. Let's go with number four. Number four is have an action plan. Okay, so yes, I have my SMART goals. Yes, I've made them specific, measurable, um, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. I've written them down. I've come up with some sub-goals. Now, what do I need? An action plan. Have an action plan. It's great to have a goal, but that's not all. Um, it doesn't stop there. You need to know what are the things you're going to do in order to help you accomplish that goal. If it comes to, if, if you have health goals and you want to lose a certain amount of weight, well, you can't just continue doing the exact same thing. You got to have an action plan. Are you going to go to the gym? How many times a week are you going to go to the gym? If you want to make more money, what can you do? Once again, you can go back to episode 195 and see five ways that I recommend for you to go about thinking about making more money in 2015. That's an action plan that you can use to help you to reach your financial goals. Depending on your goals, you're going to have a different action plan. Depending on your business, you're going to have a different action plan. Depending on where you are, who you are, the circumstances you find yourself in and all that kind of stuff, you're going to have a different action plan. But the fact remains, you can't just set a goal without a plan. A goal without a plan is a dream. We're not, we're not dreaming here. We're actually making things happen. All right? So set your goal, but also come up with an action plan. These are the specific steps that I'm going to take. This is how I'm going to do it. This is, these are the resources that I'm going to need. The, this is how I'm going to spend my time. These are the people that I'm going to be connecting with. These are the gyms that I'm going to be going to. This is the, this is the, the trip that I'm going to be going on, whatever the case might be. These are the conferences I'm going to be attending. These are the things that I'm going to be doing to drive more traffic. These are the, the shows that I'm going to try to be interviewed on. These are the, the, the this is the product that I'm going to be creating on January 15, 2015. Um, you want to have an action plan. All right. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. Come on. All right. And tip number five. This is my last tip. And that tip is this. Have accountability partners. Now, I'm airing this podcast episode on December 31st, 2014. And on the same day, my mastermind group and I, we're going to be meeting. We're going to be meeting at our regular time. And what we've decided to do is to go over our goals. So each of us will take the time to actually talk about our goals. Um, we've already created our goals. We've posted it in our private base camp um, project that we keep track of everything that we do. So we've seen it and um, we've had some time to just kind of put it in there and bounce ideas. But now we're going to actually talk about it. And I'm going to present my, my goals for about 10 minutes and then the next person is going to do it and the next person is going to do it. And I am so blessed to have these guys in my life because what I know will happen and what has been happening all along is not only am I going to talk about my goals, but all throughout the year I'm going to be getting insight from these guys. We're going to be encouraging each other, keeping each other on task and saying, hey, how are you, me how are you getting through with your goals? Um, 
Are you, you said you were going to be pu publishing three posts a week. You said you're going to be publishing once a week, whatever the case might be. How is that going? Having those accountability partners have been, has been kind of, it's honestly, being in this mastermind group is one of the best decisions I've ever made. And if you're not in a mastermind group, or if you don't have accountability partners, or even one accountability partner that you can reach out to and really kind of help each other along, hold each other accountable, I would encourage you to, to find one. Quite frankly, this whole online stuff, if that's all you're doing, all you're doing is creating content and blogging and all that kind of stuff, it can get it can get lonely it, because you're, you know, you're at home, you're working in your office, there are no coworkers, <laughs> and you're just doing stuff. Having those people that you can actually bounce ideas off of, having people that you know um, they, you can trust them and that they will help to hold you accountable, that's priceless. So do you have accountability partners? If not, I would encourage you to find one or find some. And, and kind of make things happen together. You know, this entire process that I'm talking about here, this, this process, it works. It works if you, were, if you, if you take action on it. Um, it's the reason why people go through coaching. Um, my coaching clients, I have four coaching clients right now, um, and, and this is kind of what we go through, right? We, we set goals at the beginning. We make sure they're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. For some of them, it's income goals. For some of them, it's um, email list goals. And we say, okay, in three months, we want to hit this goal. And then what we can do then is, is we can come back in three months or actually all along we've set our sub goals and the things that we're going to accomplish. We can then say, how are we doing? Do we need to course correct? Do we need to adjust? And all that kind of stuff. The goals are written down. We've set sub goals. Um, you, we have an action plan that we are using um, specific to each client. We have accountability partners and their accountability partners. And they're sending me stuff um, by the deadlines, because I say at the end, okay, you're going to do this task and I want you to get it to me by yesterday. Actually, there were some, there was one, there's one that I'm working with right now. She had a bunch of stuff to get to me on Christmas Eve and she got them to me. And now we're going through those things because these steps work. It's why people spend money on coaching. It's why I'm in a mastermind group. It's why I, I'm setting goals for 2015. It's why I've written those goals down. It's why I keep track of everything. You go into my Google Drive folder and I'm ranting now, I know, but you go into my Google Drive folder, you're going to see that there's a, a Google Docs file with all of my goals for 2015, with the sub goals and with the things that I'm trying to accomplish. It's because things don't just happen. You have to make them happen. And in order to do that, you want to make sure that you're doing it the right way. So 2014 is coming to an end. This is the last time you're hearing my voice for 2014. Well, some of you are hearing this already in 2015 or maybe 2035. Who knows how long in the future you're going to be listening to this. But the point is this. Whether it's 2014, 2015, or whether it's tomorrow, whatever the case may be, there's all, there's, you always have opportunities to really look at what you're trying to accomplish Set goals, set them the right way, and do the things that you need to do in order to accomplish it. So I want to encourage you 
as you go into 2015, first of all, Happy New Year. Um, I don't care what your background is. Um, that is relevant. Happy New Year. A new year is coming. Um, and I want you to make the most out of 2015. I really want you to make the most. That's the reason why I record this podcast episode, because I want to encourage, not just this podcast episode, this podcast, I want to encourage you to take action. I want to encourage you to meet those goals. You have big things in your mind that you want to accomplish, and you can do it. You were placed on this earth for a specific reason. So, so just, just, just move ahead. Just move ahead and make things happen. Anyhow, Happy New Year. Wishing you all the best. Thank you so much for listening um, to this podcast. Uh, this is episode 196. And some of you have listened to me for 196 weeks. And I am super thankful and super grateful for you. If you are listening to this podcast, you find value in this podcast and you want to let others know about it, I would encourage you to go to becomeablogger.com slash iTunes and leave a rating and a review. That helps a whole lot. And if you want to get your blog started so you can create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, freebloggingvideos.com. Check it out. This is Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. Eight 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 three five two four one four.